You're listening to Just Kill Me, people from all over the world with jobs that are much worse than yours. With your host, Dale Irvin, and now, here's Dale. Thank you, Chester, and thanks to everybody out there who's listening to Just Kill Me. This is the podcast designed to let you know how good you have it. Because around us in this world, there are just people who are so bad off, they look around and say, hey, just kill me. And with me this week, as always, my good friends, Mr. Tim Slagle, the Aristotle of comedy. Hey, I'm sure there's a lot of people who invest in the stock market that want to say, just kill me today. It's a man, the Dow is dropping faster than Spielberg's name at Sundance. (laughs) Faster than Lindsay Lohan's underwear. I'm telling you, it's skyrocketing down. And also with that sigh that you hear in the background belongs to our our, our sense of good taste. Terry O'Brien, hostess of both the Terry O'Brien Show and the Dangerous Thinkers podcast. Yes, gentlemen, as you know, I am here to provide adult supervision, although I'm a little bit concerned about these Lady Doritos. Have you heard about these Lady Doritos? What the heck's that all about? I know know, about... It's part of the the Me Too uh, movement, Terry, because uh, apparently, yes, not all women are (laughs) Frito-Lay. That was five bucks well spent on that joke. That's a good one. (laughs) No, they're crunchless. That's what makes them for women. They're crunchless. They're crunchless. Soak them in beer. Don't be crunchless. (laughs) (laughs) And we don't like to lick our fingers, guys. So just remember that. And that's all I'm saying. You're preaching to the choir on that one, boy. I understand. <laughs> did anybody did anybody have a just kill me moment this week? One of those just little moments in life that just makes you say, "Oh man, just kill me." Well, actually, Dale, I think I think we decided uh, by unanimous decision that uh, you had the just kill me moment of the week trying to get this podcast up on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) To the fine folks at iTunes, what the hell? I, I talked to some guy for an hour yesterday, and it, well, not it, you know that was the total time. I was on hold for about forty-five minutes, but um, it <laughs> it was it was like it was his first day on the job, and he was reading the manual as he was talking to me. <laughs> what what is, what is, is what is, is this iTunes you speak of? What is this iTunes you speak of? What is that? Is the device plugged into the wall? <laughs> it's, a, it's a place where we should be if we got some right information. <laughs> I would have to say for most of the country, the just kill me moment this week was uh, the halftime show at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you don't like Justin that? Timberlake? Well, he's not bad. He's very talented. But, you know, first of all, he's wearing his suit. Looks like he just got done painting the basement, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a little bit weird. It was a little bit weird. I know everybody was praising it, but that whole like Prince hologram Prince, yeah. that was a little bit weird. That was kind of a bring down to me. It was kind of like, well, oh. Do, do you know what? Do you know what happened? I, I just I just read this. This is fascinating. Is that apparently uh, he was going to do a real hologram Prince? They had like all the tech set up to do a real hologram Prince, but then uh, he found out that Prince one of his last requests was don't ever do a hologram of me after I'm really? gone. Yeah. Are you and, kidding and me? No. And so they, they pulled the hologram at the last moment and then just did a projection up on a sheet. That was like a last minute addition. Oh, but like you said, God. like you said, yeah, you don't, you, you couldn't tell the difference. It's like, don't do a hologram of me. Just uh, throw me up on a sheet so I look like a ghost. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was this kind of a bring down. It was like, oh, Wait a minute, you know, he was too young to die. What? You know, I don't know. With, well, let me just I say was experiencing cause, cognitive dissonance during that moment. Let me just say that when I go, I, I don't want either one of you to do a, a butter <laughs> sculpture of me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really, and you know, even if it was life-size at the fair, still, I don't want that, you know. <laughs> we'll just smear some margarine on some wax paper or something that looks like you. <laughs> well, let's you know we're talking here about the about the Super Bowl, which uh, you know it was the a uh, great game I thought because I was rooting for Philadelphia, and uh, the uh, uh, this is a, a typical just kill me moment from that game where in uh, in Muskegon and that's in uh, southwestern Michigan I think the Subaru dealer there right after the game featured a uh, a silent 30 second commercial with just the written message congratulations patriots <laughs> yeah and, you know it's like Dewey wins the election all over again you know it's and, like the, uh... maybe or it could have been because it was silent you could read it either way you want it's either congratulations patriots if they won or congratulations patriots <laughs> nicely played losers <laughs> and the interesting thing there was a subaru recall for their airbags apparently they were not uh, inflating properly <laughs> I don't know how that what that has to do with the story, however. <laughs> well, a good a good bag inflation joke is always good. <laughs> oh, and speaking of bag inflation, this story has nothing to do with it, but I know, you know, all the kids are getting ready to go over to South Korea for the Olympics, for the Winter Olympics there. And I I, I don't know, are you guys big Winter Olympics fans? No, not really. Not really. How about you? I don't. I don't. I don't care much for Olympics at all. Yeah. It just. It, it just. It. It just seems silly anymore. It's uh, people competing in sports that only Olympic athletes compete in anymore. Really. Well, and I mean, that's, who, who, that's who does I, curling? Who, who does curling? I have. I have curled. <laughs> just so that I could say that I could, if I really, really wanted to, uh, you know, try out for the Olympics because it doesn't require any <laughs> physical ability whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, come on, Dale. You got to be like going with that broom like a thousand miles an hour. Come on. That looks pretty hard to me. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're actually touching the ice, if you keep it above, <laughs> there's no friction and you can do it easier. You know. I don't think and, that big, what do they call that giant thing? It looks like a cross between a bowling ball and like, I don't a know. Stone. 
a stone. Yeah, they just call it the stone. The stone. Okay, well. and, and, you know, and you're supposed to crouch down and let this thing go. And I told the guy, you know, I said, I, I got bad knees. I can't do that. He goes, hey, let me get you the stick. And they give you the <laughs> stick that you can now push it. So now oh. this has turned into a game of shuffleboard. Yeah. <laughs> I spent five years on cruise ships. I know shuffleboard. It's like, it's like senior curling or something. Oh, so God. I, I kicked ass that night and then retired. <laughs> but anyhow, we're back to the Olympics. They got a real problem there because the, uh, the security workers, the people that check everybody's credentials, uh, had to all 1,200 of them, they had to be pulled off duty because they were spreading the, spreading the norovirus amongst them. And uh, so, you know, they had to take all these people off, and then they had to bring in the, the, the army in order to check the, uh, to check the credentials, you know. And uh, they said that if you get this norovirus, symptoms, you get diarrhea, stomach pain, vomiting, and nausea, which, you know, same thing as when you eat Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> How could they tell? <laughs> but that that would be nasty to get some kind of virus over there because goodness and now, now the whole army the entire army is fighting the virus this is the time kim jong-un's just gonna walk mm -hmm. in and take over <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be a false warning just like they got on the east coast uh today actually they received remember when uh, when hawaii had the uh, the false uh, warning of the incoming uh, rocket well they yes. got a false uh, tsunami warning on the east mm. coast and and uh, it, it went out and from the national weather service and uh, said said some they sent it out as a test and then they sent another tweet said some users received this test message as an actual tsunami warning yeah because it said <laughs> tsunami warning the, there's another there's another uh, warning poster that's uh, that's going to be uh, uh, reassigned yeah <laughs> Now, I was in California and, uh, you know, I don't know, a quarter mile from the beach and there was this sign that said Tsunami Zone. So I figured as soon as you cross that street, you're in the Tsunami Zone. But that was, that was kind of weird. I didn't, I, I, Terry, I know that you watch the State of the Union Address because oh, you yes. watch all of those inter interesting things so that the uh, rest of us don't really have to. Correct. Um, especially if your name is uh, U.S. Representative Brenda Lawrence from Southfield, Michigan. <laughs> They put a picture of her in the paper while, uh, while President Trump was delivering the address. She was playing Candy Crush on her iPhone. <laughs> she got up all the way to the butterscotch level. She didn't want to leave President Trump is her lucky charm, indeed. Well, at least she wasn't wearing one of those goofy, like, dashiki scarves, was she? That some, what the heck was with that getup that some of those... Did you see these people? Some sort of trick-or-treat Halloween costume. I don't know what it was. Did you see this several of them wearing no, these scarves i don't yeah, know yeah it was all the it was it was it was all the members of the congressional black caucus and luis Guterres. Uh, <laughs> uh, they all had on african print scarves ah. to uh, show solidarity with the s-hole countries <laughs> <laughs> That's what they were all wearing 
and scars that were that were that were manufactured. You know, of course, and they're saying, you know, see, this this proves that these aren't asshole countries. But the truth is, uh, they wore them as scarves in uh, uh, the countries where they were made. Those are full length dresses because they don't have a lot of food. <laughs> and also in support of the asshole countries, Nancy Pelosi wore her regular face and uh, yeah, and, and her regular dentures, which she had trouble keeping in. Which is oh, very geez. sad. Very sad. But uh, yeah. so mad she could spit her dentures. <laughs> she, well, she was so mad because she forgot to bring her iPhone. You know, she could have been playing Candy Crush too. But and Justin Trudeau, who the hell is he? He's the head of Canada, isn't he? Yeah, he Justin is. Trudeau, he was up there with the World Mission Society Church of God, and and some woman was uh, was made the uh, remark that love is going to change the future of mankind, and Trudeau interrupted her and said, "No, no, say people kind. <laughs> That's more inclusive." <laughs> no, I, now I got to say something here. This is an ongoing thing. Now, remember last week, wasn't it? We had the story about the bonehead who was trying to sell his house and he yes. put a sign in the yard that said the neighbor is an anal orifice only i think he used a less delicate term he only, but he only used two he said syllables. my neighbor's yeah. a, he said my neighbor's a jerk but he didn't use jerk if you know what i mean yeah <laughs> well anyway you know and we, and we found out that the horrifying activities of this neighbor consist, consist of things like taking a picture of the house and as i said at the time hey go take a picture of his house you pussy what is wrong with you now we listen to this now we see what's going on this country is led by the pussy of the world i mean what <laughs> what color panties was this guy wearing when he said this so wait i just want to be clear we're allowed to say pussy but we're not allowed to say asshole well, I yeah, just want we're to make sure about, which we're, side we're I'm talking on. about. We're talking about cats. Okay. <laughs> we are. And we do, we <laughs> don't say we don't say pussy. We say feline. Uh. He is he is the feline prime minister. I mean, but seriously, do you, you read this and you think to yourself, what you know, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, he is he even really a well? I mean, I don't know. Well, you He's know what Canadian. It is? They're very yeah, polite that's what I was going to say. They're very all inclusive. Yes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, the the pajama boy prime minister. I mean, yeah. When you don't when you don't have your bacon crispy, there's no there's no good to be had. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. I know they have fought with us in wars, but if I'm in a foxhole, okay, British guy, fine, you can be there with me. Australian guy, fine. Canadian, you know, just go get me some coffee. <laughs> Tim Hortons. French guy, where the hell did he the... go? Where is the French guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got one more story, and this is the ultimate just kill me story because it it actually did. Poor, Ro or almost did. Uh, Robert Milehammer. Robert Milehammer, he's a 51-year-old man from Maryland, and uh, he was out goose hunting with his friends. And uh, while they were going through the field, a big flock of goose was uh, over geese, I guess we call it, was overhead. And apparently when he was reaching to get his gun uh, uh, up in the air, a, a previously dead goose, apparently one had a heart attack in the, uh, the V-shape, 
plummeted out of the sky and smacked this guy right in the head. Knocked him, un- knocked him unconscious. Well, he had a heart attack. Are you sure he wasn't shot? I mean that, that 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 was my that was my impression that it was the most defiant goose of all time. Either that, it, it uh, was yeah. He, he gets was, shot he was, and it's he a, a, so he aimed for his face. He was a kamikaze goose. Yeah, he took one for the flock and just it just buzzed right into the guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, God. his cousin was the one that took out Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Never went to be outdone. <laughs> So, so next time yeah, you think you, you like uh, being goosed, just think of this, because this is different. All right, worst job of the week. Anybody come up with a worst, uh, with, a, with a really, really bad job? I have a, I have a couple to, uh, to choose from here. First of all is a, uh, a, a cremator. This is the person that actually sets fire to the uh, corpus delecti and, and puts all your ashes in a bag and sends you on your way. And the salary on this is only between twenty and 55000 but wow. it, you know that seems like a shit job. I'm sorry, but you know it just it just burns you up, you know. <laughs> and that, then the, the job I thought would have paid a whole lot more, but only between twenty and fifty thousand. Actually, the top limit being less than a cremator is a, as, as it's termed here, a fluffer. And oh. uh, a, a, a fluffer is a show business uh, role that is used uh, in between scenes of uh, adult-oriented movies to keep everyone enthused <laughs> well they, they have something they have something like that in horse racing too it's yeah. called a teaser it's called a teaser pony yep really yeah. essentially yeah it's it's that stud services cost so much that they don't want to wait for the uh, uh um for, for the mayor to be flirted with so basically is they get a pony in there and the pony but the pony's like a wingman for the for the for the the uh the stallion and he goes in there, and he, he brings the flowers and takes her out to dinner and does all the things that horses do before the, uh, before the consummation. And then, then right at that moment, they pull off the teaser pony and let the stallion come in. Wow. It's really true. He's not making that up. It's funny you bring that story up, Tim, because I was thinking that same thing. Great minds think alike. So that's a lot better yeah. than being the fluffer, though. I mean, the fluffer. It's, a, it's also, there's another job in comedy like that. It's called the middle act. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke that only the comedians understand. I'm sorry, guys. We, we lay people, we don't understand that at all. And when they first pulled the pony off of uh, off of the mirror, that's that's when they invented Mr. Ed, because the horse said, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> but I think my my vote for the worst job this week, and it's one that we've all seen people do. It's uh, it averages between fifteen and thirty one thousand dollars a year. It is. Walmart greeter. <laughs> do they still have that? I believe they do. How I much? Don't... How much is that? How much is that pay grade again? Fifteen to thirty. Oh, wow. With benefits? 
I yeah, you get the same benefits everybody else in the store does. So <laughs> they, you see, I don't see the greeters. I always see the thing people have to understand about Walmart, and you guys know very well. I'm an expert on Walmart. I can, as you know, from sure. this podcast, and uh, I I don't see the greeter. I see the person who stands there and demands to see your receipt before you leave the store, under the assumption that everyone who enters the store is a shoplifter. If you walk in, you must be a shoplifter. That seems to be the overriding principle. And you know, I'm just thinking of this now. This is unbelievable. I did have a just kill me moment, but I can I can talk about it next time. But you know, I have I have them every week, and they always happen at Walmart. It's really interesting. <laughs> See, I don't I don't go to Walmart because it scares me. But they do that same thing at Costco. They check your receipt on the way out. Yeah, it's like you feel, I feel to myself, is this what it was like, you know, going through the Berlin Wall? I mean, it's like a Checkpoint Charlie, you know? I mean, put your hands on top of your head and, you know, don't make a false move. I mean, are they going to tase me? They do, that, they, do that, they do that at the diamond mines. <laughs> yeah. I, kind, of the, I, kind of the similar thing. Showing I mean, my receipt to Sam at Costco really isn't the same thing. <laughs> Well, hey, that's it. And I'd like to let you kids know who are listening, first of all, that uh, we are now on, on Facebook. We have our own Facebook page. It is called Just Kill Me Podcast. That's the name of our Facebook page. And we'd like you to come on there and join us. And if you have a story, something that happened to you, maybe it's your job, maybe it's your spouse, something that makes you say, Just Kill Me, write us with that story. And, and here's the big thing. We're going to be giving away a prize if we use your story in the podcast. And what's that prize, you may ask? An official Just Kill Me t-shirt. That's right. You can go to work in your Just Kill Me t-shirt and let all your coworkers know exactly <laughs> what you think of that job. <laughs> Pull up in your pick-em-up truck, Blair, and take this job and shove it. Get out proudly, wear your T-shirt. That's it for this week, my friends. Thanks for listening to us. Please tell your friends. Please leave us uh, notes, messages, likes, thumbs up, thumbs in, whatever it is the kids do nowadays. And uh, till next week, uh, Tim Slagle, available at timslagle.com. And Terry O'Brien, available at terryobrien.com. Or me, Dale Irvin, at daleirvin.com. Thank you very much. And until next time... Just kill me!